Hello and welcome to our radio program. The time for intercession is now. Brought to you by Proclaim Ministries International. Shop 12 Block A AJ's Complex, 32-34 Brunswick Avenue, Spanish Town. Let's now join Reverend Andrew Green for part 3 of the topic, Relational Intercession. In our last session, we looked on Christ. Christ has a full approval, which allows him to speak on our behalf. And with that, we want to look this week on interceding for relational groupings, namely individuals, marriages, and families. Next week, we're going to look on the business community as well as the ministries and how to intercede for them. We recognize the Lord sees the expression of our relationship. He's always watching. His eyes move to and fro the earth. And we realize that there are four basic manifestations that shows that our relationships are faulty in the earth. One, idolatry and occultism. Idolatry and occultism, when we participate in it, whether as an individual within our marriages or as families, it causes the hand of God to be moved away from us. Another thing that shows faulty relationship when we have bloodshed, such as abortion, violent killing of each other in the relationships that we have, it also highlights the key that caused Satan to come down into the community or in this case, in our homes. When he comes into our space, then immorality is entertained. Once we entertain that and cause the carnal nature to be manifested, no matter how subtle it might be, again, he you now invades the home in a greater dimension. Then there's what we call covenant breaking, another basic manifestation that shows that our relationships are out. The scripture tells us in Psalms 11 verse 3, if the foundation is out, what can the righteous do? For covenant breaking, it highlights and it brings about a famine. Now, this is a spiritual famine. The reason why covenant breaking brings about the spiritual famine, there's no truth in the land at that time or within the relationship. There's no mercy that is being extended. And we see from the study that these are a key component that is needed to manifest the covenant relationship. As we intercede for the groupings, namely individual marriages and families, we should learn the art from scripture's perspective how to claim our relationships. Our relationship become bound by any form of unconfessed sins that is committed. So any form of unconfessed sins, just like a leader, uh, a nation, it's bound by its leadership. Same thing with our relationships, it becomes bound when there's any form of unconfessing whether it be through idolatry occultism participation participating in bloodshedding any form of immorality or any form of covenant breaking it must be repented of now for repentance to be effective we must love each other within the relationship as individuals we must love each it's not a choice it's not an option some believers would have it that is an option but we are commanded from the scriptures to love each other for repentance again to be effective we must understand the principle of relational intercession it's the art or format that is given to us by the kingdom of god is a kingdom technology that is used for mediation because we have a mediator of the new covenant which is jesus christ at the right hand of the father making intercession for us and we are able to see any form of relationship being interceded for because we have that responsibility of standing the gap we also realize for repentance to be effective we must deal with uh, relational sins of our ancestors so even though they have passed off some long time now 
we must bear in mind about what we call bloodline sins that still manifest. Sin is transmitted through our souls. And there are some things that our forefathers would have done in the past that we need to research, find out what it is exactly, and identify with it and ask the Lord to forgive. Again, for repentance to be effective in our relational intercession, we must identify with the sins of our relationships, the immorality, the covenant breaking, the blood shedding, the idolatry and the occultism. We must identify. Oftentimes when we pray as intercessors, we say, Lord, the people have done this. John has done this. But the true heart of intercession allows us to identify, just like Jesus, identify with the sins of a lost humanity. Lord, we have sinned and we have done wrong. We have done wrong as individuals. We have done wrong within our marriages. We have done wrong within our families. We have been participating in idolatry. We have been participating in occultism. We have been shedding innocent blood. We are participating in um, immorality. We are participating in covenant breaking and we ask for your forgiveness. A format like that can be found in the book of Daniel 9, 4 to 19. You can also cross-reference with Nehemiah 1, Ezra 10. And you see that format. And we normally you call it strategic prayer or identificational repentance. Now, Daniel 9, 4 to 19 lays the foundation for relational intercession. Where in the book of Daniel 9, Daniel identified five unseen problems facing any relationship, whether it be individual whether it be marriage, whether it be family, and we must be knowledgeable of this if we're going to be interceding and be effective in our interceding. The first thing that he identifies between verses 5 to 6 of Daniel 9 is what we call transgenerational iniquity. The same sin cycle that has been manifesting from the generation. This is why God in his mercy visits the generation. He always tries to intercept the third and the fourth generation. Because if he allows that sin nature to manifest beyond that, we're going to find uh, a lot of havoc being created in the earth. So God in his mercy as not to see the lineage being destroyed, he would allow transgenerational iniquity to be intercepted. And as he intercepts, he's now expecting salvation to come. But again, he needs persons to be interceding regarding relationships. Now, Daniel also identified another unseen problem facing relational intercession, which is the need to break satanic curses and covenants. Several of our families have knownly established satanic covenants over the years whether it be through revivalism whether it be through pocomania whether it be through comina whether it be through satanism whether it be through freemasonry whatever occultic groupings or cultic groupings that has been done we need to be able to destroy that we need to be able to break that satanic curses also that have been put upon families by persons seeking out consultation with occultic practitioners of darkness to do harm to individuals, to do harm to families, to do harm to uh, marriages. Daniel also identified another unseen problem in relational intercession, the need for personal marriage and family deliverance. Deliverance is a children's bread. Healing is also a bread. And because deliverance and healing is a children's bread, it is important for us now to do what we call deliverance counseling. In most churches, they practice on-the-spot deliverance, which is if they see something, they will just command it out. But we recommend from the mature side, what we call deliverance counseling, where you're able to find that minister who deals with that, sit in a mature way with that counselor. They are able to troubleshoot your family background, 
troubleshoot your individual life, troubleshoot also your marriage and find the breaches that have been established, whether it be through ignorance or knowingly, and we'll help you know to move forward. Deliverance is administered. Deliverance here means a casting out. One thing I must say to you regarding deliverance, deliverance will not stop the individual, the marriage or the family from stealing, from doing immoral things. What it will do for you, however, it will help you to cast out any form of encroaching spirit in the individual's life, in the marriage, in the family, long enough for the family to enjoy the greater empowerment of the Holy Spirit to deal with any problems that they are having. In the book of Daniel 9, it also identifies another unseen problem, which is the need to dismantle evil foundations. It could be an evil altar that the family has, the marriage is carrying, or the individual has. So it has to be destroyed. And once it is destroyed, then it now brings us to the next unseen problem, where the problem of the need to raise up a godly altar. But for the godly altar to be raised, the ungodly one has to be taken down. And this is why we have a bit of confusion in our homes. We have faulty foundation and we are trying to put a band-aid on the faulty foundation and lifting an altar unto the Lord. So the altar is a place where we meet God. So the foundation must be sorted out. And as the foundation is sorted out, then we are now able to see the presence of God manifesting in our midst. Now, let's look on the benefits of relational intercession regarding the individual, regarding the marriage, regarding the family. Whenever relational intercession is used to confess the sins of the individual, the marriages and our families, we will see their sins, the sins of the person that we're interceding for being remitted through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. We'll see it being remitted through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. We will also see the strongholds over the individual, over the marriage, over the family being removed totally. Strongholds indicates a fortifiedness of the kingdom of darkness because of legal grounds that they have to establish themselves. An example in the life of an individual, a stronghold can be the stronghold of fear. It can be the stronghold of anger. It can be the stronghold of rejection. It can be the stronghold of self-hate. It can be the stronghold of depression. It doesn't really matter. But the key, a breach would have to be created for this to happen. Marriages also carry stronghold. Families also carry stronghold. But they can be removed. Again, we realize from the study that we will see also our relationships taking back the groans that were given to the enemy in the past. Any ground that we had lost because of the kingdom of darkness deceiving us and the kingdom of darkness establishing legal rights would have taken and usurped and taken away from us. Once we do relational intercession, we are able to get back those grounds, take it back because we are able to renounce and cut ourselves loose from the kingdom of darkness. We'll also see the unsaved within our relationships, whether it be family members who are unsaved, whether it be the spouses that are unsaved or individuals that are unsaved around us in our relationship, we will also know that they will be able to respond to the light of the gospel. The word of God tells us that men rather darkness than the light because their deeds are evil. But relational intercession, it calls us now to see these persons coming to the knowledge of God. This is why mediation is very, very important. And we are mediators. We stand between God representing mankind and also we stand representing mankind as we present his case and plea. 
to the Lord just the same. So the light of the gospel is important. Now, as we bring this session to a close, there are some things I want you to remember as we conclude this week's teaching. Interceding for the relational groupings. In this case, interceding for individuals, marriages, and families. Want us to remember the Lord sees the expression of our relationships. We also realize that the Lord, our relationship becomes bound by any form of unconfessed sins. There's a need for personal marriage and family deliverance. Relational intercession enables demonic strongholds to be removed once and for all from our lives. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you and we ask that the unseen problems of transgenerational iniquity that have been trailing us for generations, that it be destroyed as we raise up a godly altar to you in the name of Jesus. We ask in the name of Jesus the unseen problem of satanic curses and covenants that have been undermining our lives, undermining our marriages, undermining our families, that they be destroyed as we raise up a godly altar to you. In the name of Jesus, we ask that the unseen problem of evil foundation that exists in our midst as individuals, in the midst of our marriages, in the midst of our families, that it be destroyed as we raise up that godly altar to you. Lord, you crave, you ask of us to build you an altar. And Lord, we recognize that we cannot build the altar on the faulty foundation. So we recommit ourselves as we pull these altars down and we establish the altar of God in Jesus' name. Amen. We invite you to join us next week for part two of the topic interceding for the relational groupings. In this case, we'll be looking on interceding for businesses and also ministries. We thank you for joining us and listening. I'm your host, Reverend Andrew E. Green. Thanks for joining us on today's edition of The Time for Intercession is Now, brought to you by Proclaim Ministries International and our kind sponsors, AJ's Wholesale and Supermarket, Credence Global Logistics, Shen Ashar Holdings, Neymar's Pharmacy and Remler Productions. The Time for Intercession is Now is inviting interested persons to be a part of our live studio audience every first Friday at our office at Shop 12 Block A, AJ's Complex 32-34 Brunswick Avenue, Spanish Town. For more information, call us at 876-615-5801, WhatsApp us at 876-854-4594, or email us at proclaimministriesintl at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us on another edition of The Time for Intercession is Now.